Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. Today, we're going to be talking all about how you can quit your job, become financially independent, retire early by having real estate rental properties, and how you can create passive income. That's not work and still make money to provide for yourself and your family. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Going it alone is so hard. If you're investing, if you're building a business, Even if you're just going to school, like if you want to study with somebody else and have a study partner, it makes it so much easier. And over my years of investing, building businesses, I found that whenever I go alone or try to do it myself, it takes me so much longer and it's so much harder and I have to persevere and push through it. I don't have anybody helping me along. And on top of that, there are naysayers. There are people that are out there. They're going to say, no, you can't do it. In fact, when I bought my first rental property, I had so many people telling me, Don't do it. You're going to lose money. You're going to get bad tenants. You're going to destroy your property. And what's going to happen is these naysayers, they're imposing on you their misbeliefs or their ideas of what is going to happen when it's not true. What is so much better is if you are around people that have the same mindset. They want to do the same thing as you. Even the ones that have already done what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. And as you do anything in life, when you have other people around you supporting you, things get so much better. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, today I was on a friend of mine, his podcast, his show called the Build a Bigger Life Show. And this is an interview that we did that I'm going to share with you because we touch on so many great things. He's actually in my mastermind. We're in a mastermind together with two other guys. We do so much work together, not necessarily like working and building a business, but we help each other in our businesses. We give each other ideas. We point out our flaws. We point out issues. We break through barriers. We help each other out in our mastermind. It's such a fantastic group. And on top of that, what we're doing is we're also building a community. And along with that community, I am building a Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Basically, it's RubeCon, Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And we're going to be having a community. And this is what we're going to be sharing with you today is that with the community, with other people that are investors who are not naysayers, who have done it before, that are going to show you how to do it. If we get all together and help each other out, investing, life, business, everything gets so much better. And because you're part of my community, I'm going to give you $50 off the ticket. That's like 25% off the ticket. If you go to rubecon.com and use my promo code, just use the word Dustin, my name, use the word Dustin and get your ticket to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference for $50 off and then hang out with all of us great real estate investors. And you don't even have to wait until then to get started. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. I'll give it to you literally for free. Rental to 33777, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first, how to scale the business so you're making more than $250 a month in passive income from every property to quit your job, get that right away. So let's jump into the show where I actually am 
interviewed by my good friend, Adam Carroll, the Build a Bigger Life podcast. Dustin Heiner, welcome back to the Build a Bigger Life podcast. Hey, Adam. Thank you so much for having me get on the show. I'm I'm super pumped, number one, that we're friends. We're in a mastermind group together, helping each other out in our businesses, but at the same time, being able to come and just share on each other's communities, just how we can all build a bigger and better life. I just, I'm, I'm, fan, I'm really a fan of the show, so I really appreciate you having me on again. Well, thank you, man. I'm a fan of yours. I'm a fan of the successfully unemployed shirt that you have on right now, <laughs> of which you, you so generously gave me one. Whenever I wear it, um, you know, I, people will kind of do a double take. They'll read it. And we had, I think you were telling the story, weren't you? That someone, someone thought you were, they saw unemployed and they made some comment about that. You were like, I I apologize. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Like, no, no, no. No, It's it's not that I'm unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. I'm sick. They're like, you're successfully, like you want to be unemployed. I'm like, well, get the idea behind it. I'm successful in providing for myself and my family with businesses and investing and real estate and all that sort of stuff that I don't need to work for somebody else. That's the whole goal is you want to build a bigger life. If you're working 40 plus hours for somebody else, how are you going to be building your life? In fact, there's a meme that went out. I just, I love this meme. This is so awesome. So it had a boss and employee. The boss pulls up, basically he's in his Ferrari and the employee says, oh man, that is fantastic. Look at that new Ferrari you got. And the boss says to the employee, says, you know what? If you work hard all year long, next year, I can get another one. (laughs) That is so true. So you're building a bigger life for somebody else when you are. And I call it a just over broke. When you're working a job, you're living just over broke, that J-O-B. And so, yeah, that's why I love successfully unemployed. We're going to talk more and more about that on the show today. And obviously you mentioned community. We're going to talk about communities today. Um, but you know, the first question I ask every guest, what do you love about your life right now? What I love about my life is that I've worked very hard to get to where I am. Basically, I retired or quit my job. I became successful unemployed when I was 37 years old. And now I literally get to hang out with my family, go to the gym, do whatever I want because I'm successful unemployed. And at the same time, be able to serve people. So coming on podcasts and talking to great people like you, Adam, and on all the audiences that um, that all these podcasts that I come on, um, trying to reach them and help them and serve them. Now my life is, and I know you shared this plenty with all of your audience, but the legacy that we try to leave, I love that I'm blessed with enough money so that I have that legacy where I have money to do what and buy whatever I want. Now I have time, that money leads to time, now I have enough time to do whatever I want. Like literally, I just go to the gym in the morning, you know, drink coffee, hang out with the family. I don't do a whole lot other than, you know, do podcasts and stuff. Um, and so the next one is relationships. Now I just literally hang out with my family because I have money and time to be able to do that. And then at the same time, now I just like, well, my family kind of gets tired of me hanging around with them all day. So I have extra time. Let me start serving other people. And so that's why I love being able to come on shows like this and just say, we can get there. Like we just got to take step by step. We can get there where we can build a bigger life. So I just love how my life is right now, where I am very, very blessed to be with my family, have all those legacies, and then now be able to serve people. You mentioned 37 is when you hit the eject button. And describe for my audience how you did that. So fast forward to the end. Now I literally have rental property. So I bought real estate back in 2006, bought property after property. Eventually I had 30 plus properties. I was like, you know what? I don't need to work anymore. But let me give you a quick story about how, like what basically catapulted me into becoming an investor. 
Adam. I think your, your audience will definitely appreciate it. It might even identify with this. So as I was working a regular corporate job, actually it wasn't corporate, I was working for the government. I was working in California at a county there in California. And I was doing IT work, regular nine to five desk job, sitting down all day working. And I was taught that you go to school, get good grades. Then you go to college, spend thousands and thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars in college, get good grades, get a degree, and then get a career, and then work until you're 65, 70 years old, then retire on whatever money you saved. I was like, okay, that's the only way, I'll do it. Then I realized that after reading a bunch of books and really realizing that, oh my goodness, this is not the right way to go, I could quit sooner. So I started building businesses. I've always been entrepreneurial. So in, when I was growing up, when I was 13 years old, I had a, a newspaper route where I was riding my bike with newspapers and throwing it at 5 a.m., throwing the newspapers at 5 a.m., banging garage doors, waking people up. At 13, I was doing that. Then in college, I had a graphic and website design company because I was always entrepreneurial, but I was still working jobs and going to college. Then I even had a, a skateboard manufacturing business. I even had a convenience store and a pizzeria. Like I literally started all these businesses because I wanted to. I wanted to be entrepreneurial, but then I bought one rental property. I bought one rental property. I realized that passive income, basically you buy one, the house one time and it makes you money over and over again. But then I stopped. I kind of, I paused because I was still following that same track that we're all taught. Eventually retire when you're 70 years old. But here's what really catapulted me into being an investor, Adam. So if you guys can watch this, um, I have four kids. And so you can see the four kids in the background and after, so I'm again, working that nine to five corporate J-O-B for the government there. And after my fourth child was born, literally that same week that she was born, I went on paternity leave. Now paternity leave is where the dad stays home with the mom and bonds with the baby, changes poopy diapers and all that sort of stuff, and then goes back to work. So that week after I get back, I, I'm back work for about a week. And on a Friday at 3.30 in the afternoon, I get a call from my boss's, boss's, boss's secretary, like the top dog. She says, Dustin, would you please come to the office? It's like, sure. <laughs> okay. And I hug up the phone and I paused there for a second. And I thought, what? why would they be calling me to the office? This is weird. I've only been back for a week for paternity leave. And I started thinking back further. And about two months prior, two to three months prior, there have been some rumors or some rumbling going on that there could potentially be some layoffs in the county because they're running out of out of you know taxes, I guess. And I said, no way. No, that's not, that's not for me. I have so much seniority. I shook it off immediately. So then I got up and then I walked down the hallway. Now, Adam, this hallway wasn't very long. In fact, it was fairly short, but every single step that I took, it felt like my like the hallway got longer and longer, and my feet became lead bricks. And the reason why is because the world started really weighing on my shoulder. And I felt like, oh my goodness, this could potentially be the end. And those thoughts came going through my head. So I go through the hallway as I'm thinking about all these sort of things. And I turn the corner. I see my boss's door. His door is closed. And I look at his secretary and she sheepishly, she says, Dustin, would you please have a seat? And I say, okay. And she's grinning at me, trying to console me with her eyes because she knows everything about what's going on. I know nothing about what's going on. So I go and I sit down. And as I'm sitting there, I start thinking about, Oh man, all these years, 10, 12 years working here, building up a career, was that all a waste? Is that all taken away from me? And then I started thinking, oh my goodness, I got four kids. If I can't provide food for them or put a roof over their heads, does that make me a failure as a, as a father? Does that make me a failure as a, as a husband, as a man? 
trying to provide for his family. Well, as I'm sitting there, my hands get all clammy. My forehead gets all sweaty because literally the weight of everything is starting to crush down on me. Then the door to my boss's office opens up and out walks a lady, a coworker of mine with a piece of paper in her hands. She is noticeably distraught, noticeably upset, but she's not necessarily crying, but you can absolutely tell her world has been rocked. As she passes by me, my boss says, Dustin, would you please come into the office? So I get up and go into his office and I get laid off. And this was in California. And this is the government. Nobody ever gets laid off or fired for the government. That's so hard to get to happen. But I did. So Adam, I took that layoff notice and I walked to my desk and I realized two things as I sat down at my desk, I'm sitting there right after getting the layoff notice, I realized two things. Number one, I need to get another job. I need to be able to provide for my family, make sure that they had enough food and all that sort of stuff. So I was really, really blessed, praise the Lord, to be able to go to another department in the same county, do a lateral transfer, didn't actually get laid off. So that was a huge blessing. But from there, I already had one rental property. And so I realized I always wanted to be an investor. I needed to make the decision to be an investor. So right there, the second thing I realized right there, Adam, everybody needs to understand this, that your value, I realize that my value and everybody needs to realize that your value is so much more than anybody can ever pay you. In fact, I'll tell you why. This is how you absolutely know. Your boss is only giving you or uh, paying you just enough to keep you working without quitting, but not so much that takes money out of their pocket. And so as I'm sitting there, I said, I need to make sure that this never, ever happens to me again. So right there, I made the decision. I'm always going to tell everybody that I am an investor. So whenever I got the question, Dustin, what do you do? They're basically asking me. And when they ask you, they ask you the same question. What value do you put on yourself? And I would normally say, oh, I work for the county. I do IT work for the county. Well, I'm projecting my value as my job. That's a just overbroke job. And I realized that is... That's not my value. My value comes from my God, comes from myself and my family. And I said, from that point forward, I will always tell people, because I knew I wanted to be an investor. I am an investor. Now, it may so happen that 100% of my money comes from my job. That is now my part-time job. I am a full-time investor, 100%. That is my value now. So fast forward now, go to the new department, five or six years, buying property, after property, after property, eventually I had 30 plus properties that I went to my new boss, great boss and everything, the sheriff's department, um, one of their, in one of the counties. I go to my new boss and say, boss, I'm laying you off, like kind of jokingly. But I said, hey, boss, here's my two week notice. And he says, Dustin, you're going to quit it. Like, what are you going to be doing? I'm like, I don't have to do a thing. I have real estate that makes me money without even working. And so Adam, I'll round up the story by sharing this. You remember that hallway, that short hallway that got longer and longer and longer. My feet felt like lead bricks. I walked away from my job for the very last time. And it's a mile and a half walk. It's in the downtown area. And so I didn't want to pay for parking. So I was parking where it was free. But I was walking. I've walked this walk a thousand times. I felt like I was walking on clouds because I knew I would never need another job again. So everybody needs to realize your value is so much more than anybody could ever pay you. Fast forward now, I literally, that's what I have now is I can literally do whatever I want because I built the business, I built a better life now so that I can do whatever I want now. So you probably got questions. So I'll, I'll pause that story there. I do. I'm curious, you know, when you talk about 
going after rental properties. And obviously you changed your mindset from being uh, an employee to being an investor all the while being an employee, which is totally fine. And by the way, nothing against being a W2 employee. It's the fact that we are trying to get people to map out what their bigger life looks like. And generally speaking, that is going to require making money somewhere. And the B quadrant or the I quadrant, to use Robert Kiyosaki's terminology, a business owner or an investor are the best quadrants to be in to do that. How did you make that leap or what kind of communities were you plugged into that helped you steer that way? I love that question because I'm going to tell you now, I've realized now I'm older after I first started. This was back in 2006 when I first started investing in real estate. I didn't... This is also like internet was around, but there was nothing like very few podcasts. There wasn't any communities online. Facebook obviously wasn't around. And so when I first started investing, there was no communities, at least ones that I even knew to be a part of. Now, since fast forward to now, all my businesses now, I find communities of people who are already doing it and then just hang out with them, talk with them, try to build value for them so that then at the same time, they're going to say, hey, you're giving me value. Let me give back to you. Let me help you out. Now, what the, I did it the wrong way. So everybody listen to this. Don't do what I did. I literally learned by the school of hard knocks. Basically, I bought a property. The property manager started stealing from me from like within six months. Like it was horrible. But if I would let that deter me, if I would not have been uh, persistent and pushed through and persevered, I would not be where I am today. So even though there were setbacks, even though there were naysayers all around me, because I didn't have a community of people that were doing it. I had naysayers, everybody saying, oh my goodness, you, you're you going to get all these bad tenants. You're going to have them destroy your property, blah, 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 blah. They're projecting all their insights into what they perceive is good. They're not insights. They're actually false. And so they're projecting out of me. Now, if I would have listened to those naysayers, I wouldn't be here today. Now, fast forward to now, what I've learned is that being around other people who are like-minded, who are not the naysayers, not just like-minded, but who are also successful, who have done it, makes so much difference. So now when you brought up business and investor, that's literally all I do now. I'm a business owner and an investor. In fact, when it comes to real estate, my real estate is both. It's a business and I'm an investor. Let me give you a quick example of what it looks like. And I'll also talk a little bit about community now, how community has helped me even more as an investor. So what it looks like as an investor to have a business and investor at the same time is I build the business first. Now, a lot of people, when they're coaching you and telling you how to invest in real estate, this is what they'll say. Don't do this, by the way. They'll say, find a house anywhere in the country, run the numbers, which basically means, you know, calculate your expenses and get your income. And then make sure you're making fifty to hundred dollars a month. And then there, it's always and then they always add these and then. So you find the house, run the numbers, and then you find somebody to fix it up to rehab the property. Then you find somebody to rent the property, a tenant. Then you find somebody to manage the property. In my opinion, that's literally backwards. They also even teach you that that property is a business. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Number one, that's all backwards. And number two, your property is not your business. Because like I said, I've always been entrepreneurial. I approached real estate investing as a business owner. So this is what you do. You approach it as a business. Now, here's what it's going to look like. If you're going to start a convenience store, you're not going to sign a lease on a location, open up the doors and put a box of candy bars in there. In fact, if you did that, you're going to lose business. You go out of business in like two seconds. What you would do though, is you'd build the business first. Number one, you'd get the storage units. You'll get the countertops. You'll get the gondolas. Those are the shelving units. You'll get 
um, uh, fountain machines, cold storage, employees, bank accounts, insurance, bank, like literally everything in your business before you buy any inventory. Then you buy the inventory, put it in the business once it's built. Same thing with business or with, with rental property or real estate investing. We build the business. We find property managers, realtors, inspectors, wholesalers, plumbers, roofers, insurance agents, all these people to do the work in our business before we buy the property. That is our business. Then we buy a property. That is our inventory that we put into the business. That's how I was able to scale my business so fast because I had a business that every piece of property, I just, all I had to do was buy the next one and put in, buy the next one and put it in. Now, fast forward to now, what I've seen when you're thinking about building the business, putting now I'm an investor that has a investments and a business running and I can scale that business. Fast forward to now with the community. So I was quitting my job and I had so many people ask me, Dustin, how are you quitting your job? Like, what are you going to be doing? I said, well, number one, I don't have to do anything. And number two, I have real estate. The second question always comes right after that. Well, can you show me how to do it? And so I showed so many friends and family members, it's just one-on-one sharing with them. But I realized, my goodness, this is taking so much time to share with them one-on-one. There's got to be a better way. So fast forward. Now, that's when I created Master Passive Income. Books, podcasts, uh, YouTube, articles, literally just giving away. Like, this is how you do it. Because I had so many people wanting to do it. So I'm just like, now I can give it away. So all, with everything that I had, I gave it all away. Now, fast forward to now, because I have so much time, now I can coach students. I have a membership where I do group coaching, bringing a community of people together. And now here's, here's the interesting thing, Adam. So I was selling courses, one on one, like just basically people, one-off courses, how to invest in real estate, basically the entire business model. And then I realized, my goodness, the success rate of people just getting the course is like 20%. As soon as I incorporated a community, I incorporated group coaching, people getting together, being able to chat on Facebook, you know, once a month getting together and, and holding each other accountable, even creating a success partner where they partner up with one person and help each other out, holding each other accountable. Building that community with all my students, I have seen the success rate literally shoot up to like 75 to 80% people buying their first property or buying their next property. Because when you're doing it alone, which is what I did from the very beginning, I went alone. It was so hard, but good thing I'm pretty stubborn. So I said, I'm going to do it. But not a lot of people are as stubborn or as driven as I am. They would get their head tapped and they would stop. I mean, I think that's the main thing that keeps people out of owning their own business or buying real estate or testing the market with e-com stores or crypto or whatever it is, right? I mean, the, the issue is that if you're going at it alone, and I think this is the core message uh, for this show in particular, is that if you're going at it alone, it is going to be a much longer learning curve than if you were going at it within a community of people yeah, who are so helping you along the way. Think of learning curve, not like how long it's going to take you just to learn it, but also to actually get the accomplishment of your goal. My goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And so doing it myself, it took me about nine years to get it. I'll fast forward to now, the coaching students that I have, they're literally taking three, two, two is a little short. I've had a couple students doing two years, quit their job in two years, three to four to five years because of number one, the coaching, obviously number, number one, you have somebody that's already done it. That's already has a roadmap. It's going to show you, walk you everything, just like with you and all everything you do with Shred and everything, Adam, you already have the roadmap. Like just follow what I've done. This is successful. And at the same time, let's help each other out building a community. Say so fast forwarding a little bit to now, 
I have my community of investors. And plus, we are, I also know great other investors, influencers, people like you. And I, th- I said, hey, let's do a meetup. Like, let's get all of our communities together and build an even bigger community. So now what I'm doing now, Adam, and obviously, you know, this because you're going to be help, helping out and speaking at the conference. I created a conference called the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, and it's going to be, uh, it, hopefully, it's going to be every single year. But this year, it's going to be March of 2022. If you want to check it out, go to R-E-W-B-C-O-N, rubcon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com. I'm bringing together tw- over 20, like, like 22 speakers now investors who are absolutely amazing investors, people that do taxes. I'm bringing an expert doing account um, taxes. Adam, you're going to be there. Who's going to be crushing debt, showing people how to get out of debt and become and build a bigger life as well. But with this, it's not the conference. That's not the end goal. The end goal is a community. And it just so happens that we utilize the conference as a get together, but this is an all year long community. And so with that, I've seen how so many people are just now growing because of community. And the bigger the community gets, the more we all help each other out. What I love about the conference idea and the fact that um, that you're putting this on, first of all, I think I mentioned in the, in the um, pre, well, certainly pre-interview, we talked about this and in the introduction for you, but you and I met at FinCon, which was a, a community, community building event that was put on by a gentleman by the name of, of uh, PT, Philip Taylor. And um, PT put this this conference together because he knew there were a lot of people out there in the community who were bloggers and podcasters on the financial space. And so he brought all of us together at FinCon. This thing grew from, I think it was 150 or 200 users or 200 members the very first meeting to, I think at its peak, it was 23 or 2,500 people had shown up. Interestingly enough, out of that event, have uh, there have been micro events, if you want to call them, or micro groups created. Yeah. So there's communities of people that are really into couponing and there's communities of people who are really into real estate investing, really into credit um, cards, like how to, how to get bonuses on credit cards. Yeah. Like bonuses on credit cards on uh, yeah. online selling, right? Selling Amazon stores and that kind of stuff. It's really fascinating what happens when you get a group of people together who are all like-minded in the pursuit of something like building wealth to real estate. And then what will happen, I believe, I will surmise this at your conference, you'll have these pockets of people that are like, they're really into multifamily. These people are really into syndications. Mm -hmm. These people are really into whatever. Land investing, rental properties, duplexes, house hacking, all this sort of stuff. And getting out of debt too. Right, right. So I'm curious, what is, if you were, if if I were to ask, who is ideal for this? Who do you think is going to show up? What's the answer to that question? Yeah, I love that question. And the reason why is because as we've been putting it out there, like I get a lot of people asking a question. I should, I'm going to put up frequently asked questions on the website. So like I said, if you go to rubecon.com, you'll be able to see and get the tickets. I'm going to put a frequently asked questions because I get this question a lot. Who is this for? Like, is it for advanced people? Because that when people think about real estate investing, they think it's such a hard and high barrier to get into investing. And they think that everything is geared toward the advanced person. Here's the thing. Most conferences they're either one of two things. Number one, it's an advanced conference, which most people, that's why people ask that question. It's this one, Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, RubeCon is not an advanced level. It will eventually get there where we have a track, which means one section will be advanced, but there'll be a beginner, there'll be an intermediate, there'll be a whole bunch of different. We'll build there. That's one type of conference where we're not, is just advanced. Like 
the top level, everything, boom, boom, boom. It, it's, it's really kind of salesy. It's really sad. The other type of conference is literally the 100% opposite, where it's trying to dupe people. I'm going to say that. I'm going to be very straightforward. It's trying to dupe people into a big sales pitch at the end. So this conference that I'm thinking of that is basically duping people, you'll pay maybe $50 to $100, really, really inexpensive to go there. The reason why it's really, really, really cheap, it might even be free. The reason why is because every single session is for people who have no clue what they're doing that are sitting in the audience after they listen to one session, like, oh man, this sounds great. He made it sound so easy. And then the guy from the stage says, okay, now run to the back. Give me $20,000 on your credit card and I will give you the, like, oh my goodness. This was all a sales pitch. Like literally every single session is a sales pitch. This is not that. Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, RubeCon is not that. So when you're thinking of who it's for, this is for anybody who's literally just starting investing in real estate. If you have, if you're intermediate, like if you already have some investing, this is going to have something for you. If you're even advanced, I'm going to say you're going to have something for you. Here's the reason why. I'm literally, if you think of like an expert, I am absolutely an expert. I'm, I'm definitely, I would consider as braggado, I mean, it's going to seem really braggy um, and prideful, but I'm a master level uh, real estate investor for rental properties. I love rental properties. I've done those for years, taught hundreds and hundreds of students, but I'm like at that master level. I definitely can have plenty to learn, but I'm at that level. There are people that are going to be teaching on how to invest in land, how to buy land, how to flip land, how to now get passive income from land. I'm like, I've never done that. I want to learn that. Syndication, which is multifamily, how to get 50, 60, 100 unit apartment complexes, how to do passive income. Like, let's say you're a doctor and you think you're advanced, which you probably are, but you have extra money. You're like, how do I successfully invest passively, find a good syndicator of somebody who, you know, gets the deal for uh, multifamily, give them money, get equity in the property. They do all the work and I get all the money. There's something for every single person, but absolutely this is, if you are just starting out, 100%, you need to be there because this is the inaugural event. It's going to be so intimate. I'm thinking we're probably, I'm hoping we're going to get around 200 people. If we get 200 people, this is going to be such an intimate first conference. And here's the thing, Madam, you brought up FinCon. So the people that were there at the very first FinCon, the 150, 200 people, however many people were there, they said from the difference from 200 to 2000 is night and day. Like, 200 people, you could get to know almost every single person. You could say hi to literally every single person in a two and a half day conference as opposed to 2000. It's it's crazy. So here's the thing. Everybody should come to this because everybody's going to learn. I have a tax accountant who has literally done just done loads and loads of taxes. And if you're investing from out of the country, she helps people there too. Long story short, it's literally for everybody. And at the same time, we're building a community. Adam's going to be there. I'm going to be there. 20 other speakers. It's now, a lot of conferences, they'll have a speaker come out on the stage and speak, and then they go hide, or they literally fly out. They just come to speak and then leave. No, all these speakers are literally givers. The reason why I brought Adam on, because he's a giver. The reason why I brought everybody else on is they're givers. I didn't want anybody like, I'll, I'll be I'll straightforward and say, somebody like Grant Cardone wouldn't fit at our conference. He's more of a salesman, nothing against him. It just doesn't fit. I'm going to be literally walking the halls, hanging out and talk with everybody. Same thing with Adam. So that's what, when you think of who it's for, it's literally for everybody. I'm super excited about the opportunity to present. Um, and I think I'm going to do a couple. I think I'm doing a breakout session. I'm going to do something from the keynote stage. Um, but what I'm most excited about is the fact that you've got this group of 200 people that are all coming together to learn from one another. And there will be lots of different 
experience levels, lots of skill sets there. I'm most intrigued to see what happens afterwards. How many of those become small pockets of people? And case in point, uh, there was a group that I spoke to not too long ago that created a micro niche uh, community around short-term rentals. And they ended up having like 30 people on a call talking about where to buy, how to buy, what to look for. And um, I don't know how much you've followed around that, Dustin, but that market is booming. Um, I, I think the ability to do syndications will increase. And, and there's so much to learn on each one of those different tracks. Um, as an example on syndications, I learned the other day that you know developers generally will develop a piece of land, uh, put up a multifamily you know, 300 unit apartment complex as an example, but they want to offload it. They're developers. They're not real estate invest. They're not holders of the real estate. They just develop it. Um, and there are ways to buy it that way. And, and, you know, which ones you want to get into and how to evaluate those, all of that will be shared at this event, which I'm geared up to learn because that's one of the areas I want to be heavily involved in is syndications. I'm curious, give me, tease, tease me, tease the audience here. Give me like four or five other names. Who's going to be there that you're excited about? So I'm bringing on Annie Dickerson, who's of Good Egg Investments. She is a fantastic multifamily syndication. Like think of hundreds of units in apartment complexes and even hotels. Like right now, she's literally has a hotel that if you want to be a part of that, you can be a passive investor with her. So Annie Dickerson is fantastic of Good Egg Investments, Good Egg Investments. Seth Williams, he's from retipster.com. He teaches land investing. Like I said, I, I brought this up because my goodness, I want to learn land. My wife keeps saying, why don't we just keep buying land? Like, it wouldn't be great to also ha- just have raw land. I'm like, that sounds like you're ready. I'm going to go and learn that. Let's see. I also have David Perret, good friend of mine. who's also, he's in the military, just got out of the military and his, the, the company or his brand is called Mil- From Military to Millionaire. And so he teaches how to do house hacking, use VA loans, all that sort of stuff. Let's see, I have Marco Santarelli. He's really big into turnkey properties, which means he does all the work for rental properties. You buy the property from him. He makes a little bit of money, but then you have a rental property that's making you passive income. And he also teaches how to do even more passive income. So those are just a few of the 20 plus names. Oh, somebody that you and I, I'll bring you this one. I forgot. I definitely want to bring this one up. You introduced me to Diego Corzo. Diego Corzo is a great guy. He's going to be there with his entire community and his partner. I'm super pumped. He's a, a DACA recipient or something like that. But anyways, he came over here, immigrant, and now he's doing a fantastic job showing people how to invest, how he's done house hacking, which basically is you rent out one side of your house and you keep another, like if it's a duplex, long story short, I'm super pumped about all these great people. And here's a great thing. These are people we, you and I, Adam, would literally just go and hang out, have a beer with, or do just literally hang out with. These aren't jerks. Like these are good people. It is definitely going to be an event that I think people will uh, will leave their head spinning with all the content, but also determine what their next steps are. Um, because I think one of the things among all the speakers that you've listed, I think Lisa Peterson is also on that list. Is she not? Lisa is on the list. She is fantastic. She yeah. is fantastic. She's someone I met at FinCon. We've had her on the show a couple of times. She wrote a book called The Mindful Millionaire. Um, all of the speakers that you've mentioned, the folks that I know, what they're about is action. So I have a feeling that's what the the event will be all about. One of the things I want to touch on really quick, and, and again, in the intro, I mentioned that you and I have been part of a mastermind for the last couple of years. Speak, speak to that and how masterminding has impacted you and your business and you know where people might take that information once they come to, to RubeCon. 
masterminding has been so instrumental in me growing, not just in business. Business is great. Definitely getting, making more money, even though I don't necessarily need more money. It's great to have, but it's, it's, it's a blessing. But really just as a person being around quality, good people that are smarter than me, that's for sure. And we can work each other or work with each other to help each other get through even just things in life. Like, Hey, something's going on in my life. It's not necessary with business or finances or anything like that. It's about family or whatever it might be. We're there for each other. So a mastermind for me, I've never been in a mastermind before. I've been in either like Bible studies or I've been, you know, around other people, but never something as specific as this. And I am very, very blessed to have you, Adam, and the two other guys. Actually, actually, both of the two other guys that are in our mastermind are going to be there speaking as well. Tom Sylvester is going to be talking about automating your business, how to make sure that it's running on its own, creating system. And uh, Michael Kwan is going to be there as well. He is going to be sharing how the new actually type of real estate is NFTs. Anyways, long story short, I don't want to get into that because that, that hurts my brain thinking about NFTs, but virtual land, stuff like that. So thinking about a mastermind, I have the you three great guys in a mastermind that has helped me definitely to be a better person, better businessman, and think about bigger things. And here's the great thing about masterminds. If you get into a good mastermind, you're not going to be always giving, meaning we're all, you're a, say higher or above beyond where somebody else is. We have been blessed to be in a good mastermind. We're all at the same level. And with that comes us helping each other grow out of it. Now, on top of that, what I've also done with the real estate wealth builders, if you get the VIP pass, I'm actually putting together masterminds, mini masterminds for people who get that VIP pass. Um, comes with a lot of bunch of other things. But I realize that community is number one, but then also a mastermind is hugely benefited me. And so I was like, I want to incorporate that inside of RubeCon as well. So I'm putting that together. And on top of that, even having small meetups, like one block hour, hey, Adam's literally going to, everybody from Adam's community, if you want to hang out with Adam, one hour, he's going to be hanging outside this room. Everybody show up so you guys can, remember, this is all about community. I'm, as best I can, I'm trying to figure out community. And with that, having our my mastermind, you guys there with us, is going to be so much more. Actually, the first thing that I said, is I, I called up you guys. I said, hey, guys, I'm going to do this conference. What do you guys think? And I, I, all three of you guys were like, man, this is fantastic. You should do it. And the great thing is at the very end on Saturday night, we're, this is going to be the culmination of our entire community. I'm going to have, I'm going to call it, it's in Arizona. So it's going to be called the Closing Fiesta. And it's going to be a party on Saturday night uh, from like 6 to 10 p.m. If not later, people can definitely hang out later. But it's all about building that community. And hopefully, just like you and I, you and I met at FinCon, one of like the closing parties or like one of the main parties at the end. I found networking is great during the day at conferences, but networking gets like 100 times better after 8 p.m., after 9 p.m., it gets so much better because that's when breakthroughs really happen. That's when you meet great people. And so you and I met at the closing party and started our mastermind. Yeah, we were introduced by a mutual friend who was like, oh, I'm all about connecting great people. And, and here we go. So I, I have no doubt lots of that will transpire in Phoenix at, at uh, uh, is it March 12th? March 12th? 10th through the 12th. Yeah, 10th through the 12th. March 10th through, 10th the, 12th. through the 12th. Yeah, if you go to the website, rubcon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com. Oh, before I, before I say that. So I realized that we all want our communities there. So for if you're in Adam's community here and you want to build a bigger life just like Adam, even if you just want to hang out with Adam too, come and we're going to give you $50 off 
to come to the conference, whatever level ticket, if you use the promo code Adam, sounds just, you know, just like it sounds, A-D-A-M, use that promo code, you'll get $50 off the ticket. And so I just, we, we just really want to meet everybody that's in our communities because Adam and I just absolutely love to serve. So yeah, for me, as I'm realizing that all this community is, is communities have helped me greatly. Let's just do that for more people. Before we end, Dust, I have a, one last question for you. So for 2022, this show will obviously air uh, at the very, very beginning of January 2022. What do you What do you see as possible? What's like your prognostication for for real estate, for investments, for uh, whether it's your business or others? What do you see for 2022? What do you as you look ahead? I'll give you one quick step back. In 2017, I thought, man, the market's been going up for so long, meaning 20, you know, 2009 was when the crash was. I thought 2017, 2018, there should be another correction, not necessarily a crash, but a correction in the market where the prices will come down. Boy, I was wrong. And so now it's almost 2022. It's even much higher than that. And so some people might be thinking even now, oh, there's going to be a crash coming. There's going to be a crash. Well, I thought that back in 2017, if I would have stopped investing back then, and if I would have stopped teaching people back then that you can invest in real estate, I wouldn't have so many students that are successful. So all that to say, some people, and I do think there will be some sort of correction in the market. 2022 will probably be a correct, bring a correction. There's a lot of things like inflation's going up. You have interest rates are probably going to start going up, start creeping up. With that, come prices come down. Also, there's been a lot of homes being sold and bought at the same time for the last year. So that brings the, the supply down, not necessarily, but like buyer fatigue almost because there's just so much and prices are so high. All that to say, I definitely think there's going to be some sort of leveling off, if not some sort of correction where prices will come down, yep. but it's not the wrong time to buy. Some people might say, well, Dustin, if there's going to be a crash or a correction, should I just wait? I'm like, if I told you that in 2017 and you took that advice in 2017, you would not even You'd be still investing. Be waiting. You'd still, You'd be, still waiting. be waiting. Yeah. So here's the thing. Rent, real estate, every single time is a great time to invest in real estate. The reason why I know that, I bought in 2006. Remember 2007 and eight and nine was a crash? Yeah. I, even though in 2006, I bought properties, even though through the crash, the values of my homes went lower, I still made money in passive income because I invest for passive income. Make sure that the income is higher than the expenses. The rents are higher than expenses. So no matter what the market goes up, down, or sideways, I still make money. And in fact, I still own those properties that I bought back in 2006. Now they're double. You know, I bought them at whatever price and they dropped down maybe in half. Now they're literally double the price that I bought it for. And the rents are twice as much as when I first bought it. So long story short, as long as you're buying good deals, as long as you're being wise, learning from people who have done it before, like everybody at RubeCon, every, like even from me, you're going to realize that we have, we don't like risk. Like us investors, we don't like to risk our money. Now we do, we take calculated risk. In my opinion, it's more risky to work a J-O-B. I know because I got laid off. I was working for the government too. And so if you were able to realize that risk is basically mitigated, if you know what you're doing, following a person or people that are doing it right, get in a community, yeah. your risk could be mitigated. So you really don't have very much risk. So all that to say, I think 2022, there will be a leveling off, not necessarily a crash, maybe a correction. 2023, just watch, here's my key. Watch for interest rates, not in, uh, uh, inflation. Inflation will yeah. definitely happen, but watch for interest rates. When interest rates start going up, 
prices will come down because people only have so much money every single month to pay for either rent or a mortgage. If yep. it outprices them in mortgage, they have to rent. Long story short, watch for those. And once you see interest rates start going up, be ready for some sort of leveling off or correction. It's a good word. Um, I think one of the things that, that I'll be really intrigued to see at the conference and, and in chatting with some of the speakers that are there are the systems they're using. And, uh, you know, sharing the process that people go through, you know, success leaves clues and you're going to get a ton of clues from the speakers that are there. So super excited about that. Um, you mentioned the discount, you mentioned tickets. If people are interested in this and, and I'm going to encourage my listeners, A, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there from Thursday through Saturday night. I would love to hang out. Uh, we'll probably do a meetup as, as our group. So if you're a, a life architect, a fan of the build a bigger life show, um, come and then let's figure out when we can all connect uh, one of those evenings, Thursday or Friday evening, probably. Um, or maybe even we, we squirrel away into a corner on Saturday at the Fiesta. Here is, is what I ask of you, Dustin, would you give the, the URL again and the code and uh, dates and all the particular information about the conference? Definitely, you can learn even more. You can see all the great speakers that I brought, literally friends of mine that are going to be here, 20 plus speakers. Go to R-E-W-B-C-O-N, Rubecon, R-E-W-C-O-N, sorry, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com and use the promo code ADAM, A-D-A-M. And it'll, honestly, it, what, the reason why we do that, number one, get you 50% off, I'm sorry, $50 off. But at the same time, I want to let Adam know that you're a part of his community so he can reach out to you and say, Here, here's their email address. Email them directly and say, hey, this is when our meetup is. This is when we're going to be hanging out. So rubecon.com, use Adam, the promo code. It's from March 10th through the 12th. In fact, it'll be 12th in the evening. So you're pro what I would normally suggest is fly out on, th on the Saturday, the 13th. But you definitely want to be there for the closing party too, the Saturday night. That's literally when everything's culminating. It's going to be such an amazing party. But yeah, March 10th through the 12th here in downtown Phoenix. It is amazingly beautiful here in Phoenix in March. It's the peak season. Oh, and also I even have got, I got a discount of almost 60% off the hotel rates for the peak season here in Phoenix. And now if you go right now and look up the same dates in the same hotel, it's like 500 or more dollars per night. I got it for $229 a night. So I've, I've done my best to just, hey, let's price the tickets low. Let's get as best as we can, get this hotel as low as we can. So we can just get as many people there as we can. If uh, you have been a, a frequent listener of Build a Bigger Life, you know that the, the year-end, year-beginning show uh, that was just posted was all about setting a vision and an intention for the year, uh, mapping out what you want to accomplish for the year. And one of the things that's always on my list is growth. Hopefully it's on yours as well. This would be an amazing opportunity to grow, to be among a fantastic community of people who are caring, who are givers. Um, obviously, I would love to see you there if you're a listener. Um, when, when else are you going to get to hang out with me in kind of the open environment? Um, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are as well. Go to Rubecon, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com. Use the code, the coupon code ADAM at checkout to get 50 bucks off. Uh, book your tickets now if you intend on doing that. But I highly, highly encourage you to get in there and uh, learn more about real estate investing. Dustin, it is a pleasure having you on the show. You know, I love you, man. I, I love being in the mastermind group with you. You bring a ton of energy and a ton of goodness, great information every time. And I have no doubt you're going to do that for the tribe. So thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate you too. And thank you so much for having me on. It's been great. 
Absolutely. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.